Hello, stargazers. Welcome to Seventh House Astrology, where I take any topic that is astrological or any topic related to relationships and romance. I investigate it under the lens of Sinistry Astrology, otherwise known as Love or Relationship Astrology. I'm your host, Sandra Misek, and I'm so glad that you guys have joined me for today. So I started a new vocal technique when it came to this particular podcast, because in, I'm going to be honest with you, stargazers, the last three months, I would probably say I've been clearing my throat a lot. And it's been, I, I can just tell just from the vocal recordings that it's just destroyed my voice a lot. So I've been doing um, a little vocal technique that also helps to relieve the mucus without actually, you know, clearing my throat all over again. So I tried it today for the first time before my podcast. We'll just see how great and how long my voice will last when it comes throughout this podcast. Um, if I seem to lose it, then I might have done a little bit too much too soon. So I'm kind of uh, gauging this right now. But um, I, I am trying to find the individual who recommended this technique. I would love to give a shout out to him on the air. So Carl Bishop, if you're listening out there, I'm going to find you and I'm going to ask if I can get if I can give you a shout out on one of my uh, episodes come here soon. So uh, watch out for me. Um, that's and by the way, that's not a threat, but just watch out for me as a word of encouragement. But uh, as for this week's stargazers and into our topic. So I thought our topic this week was just perfect. Because first and foremost, we are within this transit right now as we stand. Uh, this transit actually started to occur as of May the 1st, and it's been staying strong ever since then. And I know, actually, it was interesting while um, finding the research for this particular transit, I'm actually, I have been going through its effects as well. And that is that of Pluto retrograde. So I thought it was just ap just absolutely apropos. Of course, we're also um, preparing for Venus retrograde right now. At least I I'd like to think we all are. I'd like to think that you know those of us in the astrology community are preparing for Venus retrograde. And that's going to be happening as of July the 22nd. So it's not surprising to me that Pluto not only has gone retrograde, but now, now, and then there's Saturn. So last week, Saturn went retrograde. Just recently, now Neptune went retrograde. So um, it's 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 going to happen with uh, Venus retrograde. I think the stage is starting to be set. And I don't know if it's just these three generational planets that'll um, be the first three to set the stage and that's it. Or if Uranus will join the fray. Um but either way, uh, it's it's uh, it's going to happen. That's for sure. And uh, today, I, I think I think today's episode will be, I think, more of a survival guide um, for how to get through Pluto retrograde, since we have until between now and October to really figure figure this transit out. It's going to be fun. I'm going to tell you that much. That's going to be so much fun. Uh, the other reason why I thought it was very apropos was it kind of got, you know, last week's episode with cancer season kind of got me to thinking that 
you know, with cancer season, we kind of got into cycles again. And we kind of came full circle or full cycle back to cancer season since I'd started off with Leo season last year. So the same thing's happening with the retrograde planets. We're coming full cycle. We're coming at the end of the retrograde planets. However, that doesn't mean this is the end of the road for this particular podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm going to start one of my new ideas, creative ideas, which is that of prediction, uh, predicting the chart of the moment with what we can expect with relationships due to the chart of the moment. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, it's pretty interesting what's out there in um, in the the space that that lies between us, between the, the the between where we are on Earth and the stars up uh, up above. So, like I said, definitely stay tuned for that. But as I've said, I may incorporate each season. Um, I may like start doing those sort of forecasts for each season. I'm not sure where it's going to go yet. It's again one of those creative ideas that I'm acting on. But by all means, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna give it a go and see where it goes, see where it leads us. So, uh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited, but getting into Pluto retrograde. So, um, I kind of, before I get into the, uh, the kind of the, the general statistics of it all, the first thing that I just want to say is if you feel like, dark things have been happening during this transit um, or if you just feel like dark things have just been happening lately, you're not alone. Um, if you feel like dark things have just been happening since like May the 1st, good chance that is also Pluto retrograde. Now I'll give you some tips as to how to handle this one, but I think that's one um, general fact is that we usually kind of go through a very intense period. In fact, actually, when I um, was researching this topic, a lot of astrologers preluded Pluto retrograde with intense or God, this this planet's brutal or this this transit's brutal. And um, it's not to scare you. It's not like, oh, no, it's so brutal. You go hide under the bed. No, not at all. But um, it just seems like it warrants dark behavior from people around you, if not from other people, then from inside ourselves. And like I said, I'll get more into that. But like I said, if you feel like there's stuff like that, it's just like dark. It's like a dark period of time. It's not you and it, you're not alone. It, I, I think that this is very much Pluto retrograde at work there. But the other things that I kind of thought of, um, aside from God, you know, like, especially when I was, you know, reflecting on what's been happening to me, it's like, God, it's been a dark time. Um, you know, the other thoughts that I kind of came up to were, you know, less power or less control over our lives. Do we feel that way? Because again, retrograde planets cause us, it kind of, the energy kind of forces us to kind of look within, um, less transformative on the outside and we're, we're therefore expected to transform on the inside. Maybe we're also more in a transformational mood. Maybe we want to transform ourselves. We're, we're seeing the ick inside of ourselves that we want to turn to gold. Um, we're seeing the lead, um, so to speak, actually to speak in alchemy terms, if I may, you know, we're seeing the lead inside of us and we want to turn that into gold. Um, so maybe that's going on within retrograde 
Um, and then I also just thought to, of course, the dark stuff coming our way. So according to Rachel Stewart Haas and Astrology King, so Pluto retrograde, kind of like with Uranus, Saturn, Neptune, it does last for like roughly five to six months. Um, you know, so it's one of those long standing retrograde cycles. Um, due to the fact that it is, well, Pluto's like the generation, it's like daddy generational planet is how I look at him. He's like the epitome of the generational planets. Uh, he is the papa who kind of, you know, sets the tone. I don't want to say just sets the tone, but um, he actually kind of defines the times. So kind of like taking from the, the, um, song Age of Aquarius from the musical Hair and also brilliantly run, uh, you know, so Fifth Dimension did a brilliant, brilliant um, take on the song. I don't want to say a take or a rendition. I, it, they actually, they actually performed this uh, Age of Aquarius. It's really brilliant. It's really wonderful. If you guys have not checked it out, definitely check it, check them out. Um, it's really just, a, just an awesome, awesome take on the song, but a lot of people in the 60s thought that the 60s were happened to be the age of Aquarius for whatever reason or another. And actually, they were wrong. It was actually the age of Virgo. The reason why I say they were wrong and it was the age of Virgo was because Pluto was in Virgo at that time. And then it moved into Libra in the 70s. Scorpio, like probably like late Libra into Scorpio by the 80s. 90s it was Sagittarius and then by the 2000s we're going into Capricorn as well too so um right now we're kind of coming up to the dawn of the age of Aquarius I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed that the song from hair and all the ideals from hair kind of come through during this time but knowing Aquarians are also the scientists of the Zodiac, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of scientific studies that we thought were just rendered to sci-fi movies and sci-fi fiction. Um, I would not be surprised if those, if there are going to be experiments that are coming out with that, like, um, actually making a hologram, a holodeck, you know, taking the holodeck from Star Trek and actually doing that. I think we're already starting to see the starts with meta and with those big old goggles um, for virtual reality. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if we go a little bit further. Um, I also predicted first and foremost, my intuitions like AI and cloning, I think are going to be the two things that we're going to be seeing as um, Pluto gets out of retrograde and then goes into Aquarius, I, I get the feeling that that's, that's also going to be the hot button situation there. So whereas, you know, expanding on music and technology um, was kind of like the big thing back in the early 2000s with the age of Capricorn, um, I would say watch out. I think science is going to start blowing up in our face um, come age of Aquarius as well. But um, yeah, with, uh, you know, it happens every five months or so with Pluto retrograde happens every five months. And, you know, being the daddy who kind of defines the generations, I'm not surprised if Pluto retrograde also makes us feel as though we're going back in time. 
um, because it makes sense. You know, he defines the times, but when he's like sliding back and reverting back, like I know right now Pluto's at 29 degrees uh, Capricorn, and I already feel like issues from last year and also since um, that current transit is also conjunct where Pluto was in 2021, I kind of feel like last year and 2021 are kind of repeating themselves all over again. And it's, it's not really very pleasant for me because those were not really last year was okay. Uh, the year before was really not a good year. <laughs> so to see themes of 2021 popping up all over again, I'm like, Oh man. Oh no, 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 no. I think the, if you guys feel the same thing, it's like you're kind of getting a sense of deja vu with this transit. The one thing that I just really recommend is, um, maybe just trying to do, you know, again, you can embrace the deja vu. Like I know the mysterious Mr. BB has come back into my thoughts again. Um, who basically BB was my crush a guy who I really, an actor who I really crushed on back in 2021 to 2022. So he's come back into my thought stream. Um, I would just say, you know, you can revel in the light things. You can revel in those things that are nice from those times, but really try to make sure that you're also reverting back to present time. You know, make sure that you're not repeating history and that you're not repeating time again, but, you know, try to get back into the present and see how, what your goals are now, um, as opposed to what your goals were to the time that you're being reminded of, you know, how you've kind of moved, how you've kind of increased, how you kind of improved really, um, since then, and really just try to, try to focus on those goals and those dreams and aspirations, um, to kind of counteract that as well. So I think that that would be the best thing so that you're not repeating and getting this weird time warp situation and all this, that, and the other thing. I mean, such, such awesomeness, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it lasts for five months. And I think with Pluto retrograde, it's fair to say we do actually feel its effects a little bit more. Um, it's very unlike the other generational planets where, you know, like with Saturn retrograde, you might feel its effects very mildly, but I think with Neptune and Pluto, it's very fair to say you do feel its effects far more, mainly because they're both psychological planets, uh, especially Pluto. And also with Pluto, it has that funny thing of like doing the weird time warp and going back in time and all this, that, and the other thing. Um, but also with Pluto, I think the other reason why we kind of feel it a little bit more is that it's all about deep psychological transformation. And with that as well, too, it's like probing deep inside ourselves as well. You know, even if it's not just psychological transformation, it's more like personal transformation. We're going deep with this planet. So um, when this planet is actually causing us to do these things or really kind of um, urging us to go deep, um, that's where I think we feel its influence a little bit more. And like I said, we kind of feel everyone else's influence with Pluto as well. Um, everybody seems, well, kind of getting into that. So with Rachel Stewart Haas, she actually states that with Pluto, we tend to, well, so first off, it intensifies the themes or the lessons as to where 
Pluto sits in your chart currently. Now, I know this can be a little bit tricky with retrograde because when it starts, it's going to change dramatically from where it ends up. So to take this cycle, for instance, it started in Aquarius. So for me, it like started in my seventh house. Um, it's actually reverted all the way back in this short amount of time, in like a month's worth of time. It's all the way back in my sixth house already. Um, so definitely, I would just say throughout the retrograde cycle, see where it sits in your chart and see if it kind of stays. I would say kind of like mid-retrograde season, see if it kind of stays in one place in your chart and then take a look at the themes there. Um, you know, like the, take a look at the themes of the house that's sitting outside of, um, the, the zodiacal sign it might be sitting outside of, and what could it be indicating? Like, what are the themes and lessons that could be indicated already? I really, oh man, this Pluto transit, it's really been kind of a rough one because, um, it's been, I've had Pluto sit outside my sixth house for, I don't know how long, maybe like since 2017. And sixth house not only rules health, but also that of coworkers. And just this last weekend, I started like a new dance and my ankle wasn't in agreement with it. And I just felt like, again, this was all back reverting back to like 2018 to 2019 when I had a foot and ankle issue. And it's, uh, it's, it's going all the way back to minding your physical limitations, um, not to mention that I also start this retrograde season with a coworker actually threatening to kill me, giving me a death threat yet all over again. And I'm back to where I was last year when I was working at uh, another place where I got death threats from basically from customers. And I could not tolerate that. That was not tolerable at all. And I had to move from one job to another. I'm a little disheartened because it seems like the, the while the coworker who gave me a death threat is definitely going, undergoing a lot of punishment, I'm actually, quite frankly, Stargazer, surprised he's still there. Uh, because in other jobs, you're gone when you do that, from what I understand. You know, even if you give a remote, like, inkling of a death threat, you're gone. You're out the door. There's, like, a zero-tolerance policy. So this guy, I think because he's the brother to the boss, got off easy. And it's kind of disturbing because it's I've, I was hoping and hoping and hoping since July of last year, this time last year, that this would be a good job for me to work for a long time. And it looks like for right, right now, with how how patterns are playing out, it's not looking so hot. Um, I've actually started to look for other jobs. I've actually inquired um, if there's other departments I can actually transfer to. It, it's just, it's intense. And um, there wasn't really much to bring that on either. But um, again, I kind of feel like this is intensifying another theme with coworkers you know, coworkers, the relationship being really dicey um, in my chart. Not that that's an excuse, and I'm going to get into this. So, um, you know, with Rachel Storha, she mentions that it helps us to evolve and excavate 
But I also think it's discovering true motives and what is holding us back while our worst selves come out. Now, if it's not our true motives, if it, it's like basically kind of like we get to take a look at what is our power urges and our power tendencies, why we act the way that we do or why we exert power and influence as we do and re-examining that, re-examining that to where we're not acting on power and control all the time. Now, this is not just for us, you know, kind of like, as I said earlier, sometimes this can happen with someone else also trying to do this with us. So, um, you know, so what is the, the overall message that Pluto is trying to send us or Pluto retrograde for that matter? Well, if you are like me, stargazers, and you find that you have a coworker or you have someone else who's exerting their own misguided sense of power over you, I think what Pluto retrograde tends to also teach us is that if we're not using our power, our sense of power enough, like if we're not standing our ground enough, we're just trying to take the passive, you know, I, I'm a peaceful pacifist sort of road within life. It's not going to do, it's basically the pacifist road does not do us any favors just as much as being overly aggressive with people. So sometimes I feel like Pluto retrograde helps us to stand our ground and helps us to find our strength, find our voice, and to say, you know what? I'm not putting up with that. And this is definitely true with relationships, whether you're with, you know, my circumstance, a coworker who's unwieldy with their power, or if it's with a spouse, or if it's even if it's with a family member, um, you know, standing your ground and saying, you know what? I'm not going to accept that behavior. And here's why. And I've had to do this with my coworker. It's like he, um, I think right after he wanted to be buddy, buddy, he wanted to get all, you know, wanted to get all nice and, and cheery and really close to me. And the answer was no. It's like, you gave me a death threat. You burned all bridges. You slammed all doors. There's no going back. You can't unring the bell. And I mean, even my boss was like, oh, well, I was hoping you guys could work as a team. There's no way to work as a team when somebody says, I'm going to kill you. Don't do, th don't do this or I will kill you. I mean, it, it's kind of in a sense of what are you thinking? And what are you thinking keeping this person in the same office? If he's doing this to me, how many other people is going to do this to? But getting back to my point, this is where I kind of said, no, I'm remaining neutral. I'm standing my ground and I don't care. And I think that that's a good empower, not only a good empowering stance, but I feel like thus far, that's what Pluto retrograde's kind of teaching me, unfortunately. Um, however, I could also be taught like how I'm unwielding power and lashing out in unnecessary ways as well. But I mean, if you find yourself in that situation, again, feel free to not only get out of the abusive situation, but also, you know, this is your time to find that voice and say, nope, this is unacceptable. And here's why. And by the way, stargazers, you have, you know, even with 
particular transits. I know that, you know, with astrology, sometimes it's like, oh, don't do this under this transit. Don't do that under this transit. Seriously, whenever it comes to abuse um, and you need to find your voice and you need to stand in your own, your own power, there is no shame in that. Um, actually, I say do what is best for you. And if you do have a family as well, do what is best for your family. And do what is best to counteract whoever is the power abuser um, in that situation. So I find that's one potential um, sort of lesson that Pluto kind of wields to us when in retrograde. The other lesson is like say that we are getting really nasty and our nasty selves come out, which is what Rachel Stewart Haas also mentions happens during this retrograde. Our nastier, darker selves come out and, um, you know, our power tendencies tend to throttle way up. You know, we tend to power trip almost during this time. So when it comes to the power trips and when it comes to the power tendencies, power urges are chucked and kind of amped up on the top volume of our personal stereos. This is a good time to also pull ourselves to the side and say, hey, what's going on? You know, and the best thing to do, kind of like within a Pluto relationship, a person who has Pluto in the chart usually needs to be held accountable for past, what happened in their past and why they're having a tendency to control the relationship and control their partner. This is our time for ourselves to kind of pull ourselves back. And it's like, hey, if there's a past situation don't just stand there and make an excuse. Don't just say, gee, I'm overlording my little brother because I had an abusive childhood. Or like with my coworker, gee, I'm, I'm acting like a jerk to you because I'm having problems with my brother. That's an excuse. You know, that's, that's just merely, you know, again, that's like touching the surface when you find what's actually triggering you. You have to do, you know, with Pluto, surface work is not acceptable during this time. So really, you have to go beneath the surface and see why, you know, again, not only the why, but how can you fix this power tendency? How can you fix this trauma that has happened to you? Or how can you fix this urge that's overcoming you? to where you're not overwielding power and acting like a jerk to everybody all over again. Um, one thing that has come to mind for me is, you know, ever since I was a young child, I really haven't liked sharp sibling as sounds, even though I have, I have it myself, but especially when somebody talks quietly to themselves and all that you hear is that sharp sibling S sound. And my mom is particularly suspect for doing that, as well as some of my coworkers at work. But one thing I've had to work on for myself, instead of just saying, God, shut up, you know, which is not a really good productive thing to do at work, nor is it a great productive thing to do within a relationship. Um, instead, I've had to find different ways to deal with it, like maybe some boundary work to where I'm not overly attaching to someone just overtly talking to themselves. Or sometimes too, if it's at work and somebody's being really kind of distracting because they're just really on it, um, maybe talk to myself a little bit, but like in every other 
situation or every other sentence or every other line and making sure that, like I said, I'm not like meeting like with like, but also, you know, kind of, to me, it's kind of a great way to those who are talking to themselves. The one thing that they don't like is other people talking to themselves. So sometimes when you do it, it kind of gives them an indication as to how maybe how obnoxious it is, how annoying it is. You know, I mean, while it can express intelligence, it can also be really obnoxious and really annoying, kind of distracting when other people do it too. So, um, you know, how to maybe curb it a little bit. But, you know, um, for me, that's been a little bit of a struggle as well as just to kind of let things go. Um, I've had to do a lot of five rhythms lately, um, five rhythms dance, with the, which is kind of like a, a static dance. You just dance as you feel like it. But yeah, kind of let those emotions go. The things that are causing me to hold on to certain things and to try to exert power and control, just letting them go and just, you know, easing them out into the world. And it's, it's actually, um, I think by the time that Pluto stops, you know, by the time that it goes into retro shade and then goes back to direct, obviously with this planet, we're going to be detoxified, <laughs> um, in certain ways of certain emotional habits and also certain power tendency sort of habits. And it can help us to um, build relationships that we might have lost due to power mongering and also to build relationships with ourselves again, too, and really how to foster a healthy relationship um, within that time frame. So looking at Astrology King as well, um, he also kind of backs Rachel Stewart Haas up with, yes, this is a great time for contemplation and reflection as to how you wield power onto other people or how people are wielding power onto you. Because again, um, I kind of think of Pluto retrograde as a time where um, people can either be Pluto, they can be like Hades, full force, or they can be like Persephone or Persephina. Um, you know, like in my relationship with the coworker, sometimes I feel like my coworker treats me like Persephone, where he's already pulled me down to hell and he's going to, you know, wield the psychological abuse and all sorts of other abuse that person, that Persephone has had to endure. And that's why I think this is a good time. If you find yourself in a Persephone, uh, Persephone role to stand up and say, hell no, I'm getting out of here which Persephone ended up doing eventually uh, within the Greek Roman mythology. But it's like, no, I'm getting out of here and here's why. Or just, no, I'm not going to accept this and here's why. If you are kind of like Hades, again, this is a great time. You know, you're just being a power monger over everybody. This is a great time not only to reflect um, and to contemplate, but also really how to transform. I think really, like I said, there's like a detoxification. It's also a time to transform, transform those things, those, those leaden things into gold. And so that we're kind of healthier with our relationships. But I think the other thing that Astrology King had mentioned I thought was interesting, it's, it's time to let go of people who have manipulated or controlled you or circumstances where you have been controlling yourself. And I think that this one's important. So I'm just going to say this one more time. So it's time to let go of people who have manipulated or controlled you 
or it's also where circumstances have, or, you know, where in circumstances where you have been very controlling yourself, um, especially in letting go with people who have manipulated or controlled you. Unfortunately, when it comes to Pluto, this is a time in relationships where it is a time of goodbyes. Um, I actually saw this last year as well. Um, speaking of astrology, King also mentioned that Pluto goes retrograde every year, which I, I didn't realize. It's kind of interesting. I'm kind of wondering if it uh, kind of changes or if it just goes at the same time every year. I think it was about this time last year that I went retrograde as well. But it is kind of like a time of goodbyes in some ways. Whether or not we kind of like that, um, especially if it's a situation where you're being manipulated, you're being controlled, or you just feel flat out miserable and you don't know why. Well, the, the you don't know why could be there's some manipulation or control underlying the surface. Last year, I had to say goodbye to a company and to a workplace environment that did not suit me. Um, I had to say goodbye because I had customers threatening me and no one did anything about that. My safety was really hanging in the balance and everyone basically manipulated, tried to manipulate me by playing the gaslighting game of, gee, this is your fault. Or um, they just refused to do anything about it because these were customers who were, well, these were customers where laugh at this were willing to pay. Actually, a lot of these customers didn't pay a single dime for their services, nor did they leave a tip for um, the waxing specialist that they had visited. So, but um, sometimes whether you like it or not, even if you've planned to stay with someone or you've planned to stay with a company for a long time, or you've planned to be in a relationship for a long time, if it's not serving you, like if this person's abusing you, um, or if the company's abusing you, or if it's a situation where you have an abusive spouse, or you have an abusive boyfriend, um, somebody who's putting you down and making you feel less than as opposed to raising you up and making you feel like the king or queen that you really are, um, this is the time to let go of them. And there's no shame in saying, you know what, this relationship doesn't work. Or there's no shame in saying, you know what, like right now what I'm coming to is like, you know what, I, I had to come to the realization this last week, this job's not working. You know, I've got a death threat. And now, you know, not only is this guy being rewarded, but on top of which, um, people who are not really worthy of promotion are being promoted because they get along with this jerk. It's like, you know what? I'm sorry. This no longer works for me. And there needs to be a change. And that change, however that happens, um, you know, that's, that's going to be the better thing in this situation. That's, that's probably going to be the transformational thing. And I know that that can be really hard because kind of like with Pluto and kind of like with all generational planets, it's kind of hard to let go. You know, we have all these, we have our goals, dreams, and plans. It's, it's hard to let all those guys go. But if something is really not meeting all the goals and, you know, and I'm just talking about in relationships in general, 
if all the check marks and all the boxes are not being checked or the thing or, or everything is not being met within the relationship, it's time to kick it to the curb and, you know, start anew. And I know that seems scary, but I think that the new start will help you to rebuild where you need to go in the future as well. Um, it's also that of circumstances where you have been controlling yourself. It's like say that you found that you've been very controlling in circumstances where you're, um, you know, you're in a leadership role or you've been, you've found that you've been controlling whenever, you know, your brother has abused you or you've been controlling whenever someone has been angry towards you or, or you've had a bad day and you're just taking out on people. Again, you're going to have to detoxify yourself with that because that's not going to serve you well in the long term. You know, you're going to have to say goodbye to doing those sort of behaviors and those sort of patterns. And you're going to have to replace them with something far more constructive. Like maybe actually talk to that person who's abusive to you. And again, maybe find your own ground and saying, no, I'm not going to accept this. You know, we need to talk about how to go move through X, Y, Z and go to A, B, and C. Um, I think also, you know, if it's just particular situations and circumstances, I'm not going to say that you have to let circumstances go, but you, it's almost like you have to let go of the attitude behind them, especially if you've been nasty and controlling and have given yourself excuses and have let yourself off the hook. You know, you just give excuses to other people and then you just kind of let yourself off the hook because, well, I'm warning somebody or, oh, well, my brother's abusing me or, oh, well, um, X, Y, and Z happened. You have to let go of that behavior. Unfortunately, that's the behavior that you have to let go of when it comes to Pluto retrograde or you're not going to grow. That's the thing. You're not going to grow. And this also, too, it's not only that you're not going to grow, but Pluto's like Saturn. If you don't do... If you don't evolve on your own and you're not kind of evolving on your own, Pluto will find ways to make you evolve on your own. And if you think that that's like a miscellaneous threat, I have examples of this. I know like with um, my job last year, I wanted to stay there. I just wanted to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Um, I think it was right after Pluto went retrograde. It was June of that year. Just want to give, it's like maybe the death threat came from just this one person. Maybe it's just one circumstance out of how many circumstances. Let me just try to move forward. And Pluto, unfortunately, gave me that nasty surprise of everybody coming in every single day and giving me a death threat to where it was oh, this is not just one person. Ooh, this is a common circumstance. Can I live with the emotional cost? Or as Dr. Phil McGraw would usually say, can I live with this emotional cost? And um, if the answer is no, it's time to move on. But I think also just within revamping, power-mongering, controlling situations where you're being controlling, it's time to let go. You know, it, and if letting go means healing some trauma, you need to meet with a counselor and heal some trauma. 
if letting go means, you know, um, letting go of what happened, you know, trying to let go of what happened in the past, you know, and especially if it's a past situation, do not be afraid to use therapy during this time, stargazers. I think that that's actually very appropriate during uh, retrograde. In fact, I'm not surprised if people actually go for counseling or go for therapy during Pluto retrograde um, in order to, I mean, talk about probing, (laughs) talking about exposing oneself in order to transform oneself. That's really the, the, you know, like I said, again, that's really a big aim with therapy. But this is a great time to go to that. Or just if you can try to dust off, if you've been through therapy in the past, or anything that's kind of like therapy, dust off those things that have helped you in the past that have kind of caused you to be stuck in this power mongering behavior and start using them. I know recently in order to cope, not only with being, having the death threat, but also to cope just in general with guys. I mean, let's just say my view of men right now are, it's not too peachy keen, But in order to cope with men and in order to cope with just not like losing my cool, not losing my steam, not and not reverting to very control, controlling passive aggressive behaviors on my part, I've had to dust off trauma, you know, a lot of things regarding trauma from a past abusive relationship that I haven't used since 2013. But I mean, man, they're very effective. Um, I would say, you know, especially for trauma, body scan, for me personally, a body scan meditation, which is also used in um, mindfulness meditation. It's amazing how effective that is. Even if you're like working, you have to like work and you have to multitask with it. It's so easy to like focus on the particular areas of your body. And it's, it's amazing like what it does. It like really gets you back into the present moment and into the zone of the present moment. And it's, it's really amazing too. So I think, you know, pulling uh, like little techniques like that out, um, something that's similar out. Um, if you are, unfortunately too, um, Astrology King has pointed out, the, the Astrology King has pointed this out, but I've also seen it too. Sometimes during Pluto retrograde, there are individuals who, if they've been addicted to substances and they've been addicted to particular things, um, sometimes they might revert back to that addiction. So also, you know, reverting back to, hey, you know, if I went to AA, you know, what were some tips and techniques that I used in that time? Um, I think this is a perfect time to dust those guys off, start using them. Um, because that's like, I think the best way to just get rid of controlling behavior. And I think the best way to also just kind of get rid of those sort of, I think that's the best way to get rid of those behaviors is really to do something really constructive. You know, it's not reprimanding yourself like, gee, you, you shouldn't be too controlling. No, because that has an opposite effect. It's like really trying to do something kind for you to heal your psyche And then also doing something that can kind of help you to be more present, to see like how you're being mean, how you're being nasty, how you're reverting to these controlling habits, or also as with Pluto's case, destructive habits as well too. 
you might be scaring people away because you are reverting to destructive behaviors that you've learned from X, Y, and Z. So um, definitely, you know, if you can be more present in the moment and really kind of help to help yourself out that way, help to detoxify, so to speak, that way, um, I think that that's a great way to let go of controlling behaviors of yourself as well. And I, I keep mentioning detoxifying. Uh, Astrology King had mentioned this too, because he had also mentioned, yeah, some people do revert back to substance abuse. Like I said, um, no shame in those who have had alcoholism or those who face alcoholism, those who've had a substance abuse issue. Listen, we've all fought our monsters. We all fight. We have, we all have a skeleton in our closet that we have to face every single day. You know, for me, it's trauma for the next person. It could be a substance abuse issue for another person. It could be a mental health situation. Um, we all, we're not perfect and we all have our different monsters and skeletons and it's just, it's what is it's, it's not, I'm not judging you. Um, I'm not, you know, trying to belittle you or anything of that nature. It's just, um, during this time, unfortunately, destructive behaviors come out of the woodwork like that. Um, but astrology King mentions that this is a great time to, he said, the more intense the destruction and the destructive behavior, the more you'll get a detox effect during this time. And the detox effect could be, you know, the more that this will inspire you to get sober, to get clean, but also the more that this will inspire, you know, in within relationships, the more nasty, the, the nastier that you are the more that you're going to get those lessons to be your be your best self, be a higher self than what you're resorting to now. Um, this is a time of transformation. And this is a time, uh, you know, change and transformation, big time. Um, you know, it's really, it's interesting. Pluto's the planet of it's it rules Scorpio. And like Scorpio has a dual meaning, you know, he was the god of death. Um, a lot of astrologers liken him to, yeah, there's transformation, but after a nuclear war, you know, after like a nuclear bomb went off and the trees are still intact and there's some plants growing, that's the, that's the transformative effect. But, you know, it can have like a, it can mean a sense of death, like a little petite, um, mort, or mort, as the French would call it. That's actually what the French consider sex to be is la petite mort. Um, you know, if I may, if I may speak, say it in the, you know, usual accent, but, um, little deaths are really what are to be expected, I think at this time and the deaths kind of like the snake shedding its skin, we're shedding what's no longer useful for us and we're emerging as a new snake. We're emerging as a new person so that we can be again, our wholest, best selves possible, whether that means you're standing down a bully, whether that means you're, con you're kind of controlling or you're kind of, you're kind of uh, bringing the lead of your controlling tendencies into light and you're kind of getting that, you know, done with, 
or whether it's a little bit of both. I mean, I've kind of noticed a couple of controlling tendencies of myself, uh, you know, in the regard that I've had another death threat and that I'm now facing through looking for another job. Maybe am I controlling in my own personal life? Am I reverting to controlling tactics or is this situation causing controlling tactics that I need to let go of? And the answer is also, yes, there is. Um, and again, stargazers, if you do work with yourself, if you're like, oh my God, I've had so many controlling behaviors. Like recently I've just started to notice that, um, especially when it comes to the opposite sex, they're walking behind me or they're walking or they, they see me and they start darting towards me on a walk or start walking towards me on a walk. I've had to work with, you know, Hey, they're targeting me or, Hey, they're coming after me or, Hey, they're being misogynistic or, you know, chauvinistic or ruthless. I mean, they could be, but, um, you know, I've had to let go of those assumptions that are subconsciously in the back of my mind due to trauma. And I've had to kind of repattern it. It's like, you know what, maybe they're just kind of on a walk and maybe they just see this, you know, this, area and they probably see that it's a better scenic that has a better scenic view you know maybe there's an innocent solution to this problem but also just like really recognizing when i'm reverting and i'm going towards that controlling behavior it, it's been kind of an eye-opener but the one thing i just really want to say as a word of encouragement it's not going to happen overnight um you know in fixing the controlling behaviors or standing up to the particular bully um, if it takes a couple of months, like I said, there's a reason why um, the the generational planets go into retrograde for a couple of months. Um, in fact, there's a reason why all retrograde planets go into retrograde for like a num you know a, a certain amount of time. Um, the lessons take some time to learn, and this is particularly true with Pluto retrograde. Um, the lessons that we're learning with Pluto retrograde, um, they're very intense and it's, it is very intense and brutal. And it's, it's not something that's going to be learned overnight. So give yourself some grace, give yourself some patience while you're learning to let go of controlling behavior. And, um, you know, like I said, transformation too is not going to happen overnight. Um, you might have little baby steps. You might have little baby transformations before you have a big wave of transformations. Normally, we start to see the biggest detox effect happening like at least a month before Pluto's about ready to go shadow again. And going shadow means he's just going to stay still before he goes direct. Um, he'll stay still for maybe like Oh, I don't know, maybe like a year before moving forward. That's just how like, that's how Pluto seems sometimes, you know, it just moves very slowly. But, um, you know, again, we may see some of the most radical changes happening like in September um, before Pluto goes retroshade and then eventually direct, but the retroshade will happen within October. So um, again, this will take some time, but the more that you know, the more that you're aware, the more that you're conscientious, the more that you're going to have a head start on this, you know, in this retrograde time. And also with Pluto, again, he's one of those, I, I meant to say this earlier, but the last thing I'm going to say is that 
he actually contests Saturn and Uranus when it comes to going retrograde first. Sometimes it's Saturn and sometimes it's Pluto that goes retrograde first and then Saturn and then Neptune or then Saturn, then Uranus, or sometimes then Uranus, then Saturn. So um, like I've said with Saturn and Uranus, um, definitely take note um, with Pluto when it goes retrograde because it's also kind of prepping you and priming you for lessons that you may learn. Like right now, we're kind of prepping up for Venus retrograde happening as of, I think, July the 22nd. Venus retrograde is nasty in and of herself. Um, it can be kind of nasty as well. It's where people start to behave badly. And we also have, you know, issues with our, our image and, and banking and just about everything in between. <laughs> um, so with that said, um, Pluto retrograde kind of primes us for if we are, if we're getting nasty by resorting to power mongering behavior, this is a great time to fix that before Venus goes retrograde. Um, it's the same thing with Mercury retrograde too. You know, these plant like Saturn too could prepare you of how to restructure things for when, like, say, Mercury retrograde throws you off your pins uh, when it comes to you know organization or when it comes to other matters um, when it comes to thinking and listening in life. So um, definitely, um, this is a good time to just, like I said, get a good primer or get a good head start and transform like no other transform that lead into gold like no other like a like a lead and gold tra lead transformer machine or a lead transforming machine um is how i'd like to say it in the my most playfulness of playful ways but stargazers i do hope that with this last planet that in the retrograde series that this was helpful and that again, um, it can act uh, again along with all the other episodes on the planet's retrograde. That can act as a um, kind of like a survival guide. And you know, above all, I wish—I mean, I, I wish you well all the time. But I'm definitely wishing you well right now because it is pretty intense. It's a pretty intense time. But um, you know, in order to alleviate that stressful time, do not be afraid to look up at the stars. We see our origins of astrology through the stars and through the night sky. Also, it just gives us a mindful break, too, with all the, you know, I mean, now we have Saturn, Neptune, and Pluto retrograde. So we definitely need as many breaks as we can get. Um, you know, as much as we don't always, if you know, feel their influence, we kind of do at the same time. So it's been a little chaotic and, you know, give us that mindful break. Um, I did want to say in a uh, cancer season episode, happy first day of summer. I know that has passed. That was as of June the 21st. Happy um, Lita to those who are Wiccan and celebrating this time. Um, the, I just also just happy summer to those who aren't. And also a big, big happy 4th of July. Please be safe. Um, when it comes to those fireworks, please, please, please be safe. And, um, you know, again, as always, stargazers, eat the foods that you normally don't, you don't eat at the, you know, the rest of the year. Drink the drinks you normally don't drink. Be merry while doing it. Be merry um, during your holiday. Be merry during your days. 
and, you know, to the days that lead up to it. And above all, be well, be nice and well. And between now and next week's Stargazers, I will talk with you then. If you have any questions for Sandra Misek, you can contact her at misek.sandra at gmail.com. Misek is spelled M-I-S-E-K. You can also uh, find her on Instagram at sandra.misek. Again, that's M-I-S-E-K. Also, for as little as $2 a month, you can become a Patreon to this podcast. Visit patreon.com forward slash 7th House Astrology for more details.